Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Adams, mindset coach, entrepreneur, and manifestation enthusiast. I am obsessed with supporting you in living the life of your dreams. Each week, I'll be providing you with a quick bite of mind food so you can live the life that you were put on this planet to live. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Let's dive in. Hey, beautiful. I am so happy that you clicked play on today's podcast episode. This episode is from a pre-recorded training that I did for my Facebook community a little while back. So really excited for you to hear this training and just know that I held it on Facebook live. So sometimes you'll hear me in the, this episode making references about what I'm seeing in comments, who's saying what, but the message is still super, super powerful. And I cannot wait for you to receive it. And I also want to let you know that enrollment is open for my brand new group coaching program, Peace Out People Pleasing. This is a program for women who are ready to overcome the pattern of trying to be everything for everyone so they can start living life fully for them, unapologetically bold and on purpose. I'm so excited for the women who have already hopped in and I would love, love, love for you to be a part of this incredible program. The link is in the show notes. You will see them in there and I cannot wait to see you inside. I hope you absolutely love today's podcast episode. Let me know your takeaways. You can always reach out to me on Instagram at the mindful babe and let's get to it. So if you, you know, obviously you, you have an idea of who I am, or you know, my name, at least my name is Valerie Adams, and I am a master success coach certified for ambitious women who are really looking to have the life of their dreams. And that is, you know, in terms of their self-esteem, their career, business, and also relationships, because I don't believe in settling or you can have this go well in one area, but not in this area. So I'm all about the big full picture. And, you know, I, I have had a lot of success in my business. I started my business back in 2018. That was when I took my first client, I think October, 2018. And since then I've been able to grow a six figure business on track for multiple six figures this year. And all of that to say is that getting here was not easy. So I'm not one to say like, Hey, come like, it's easy. Just do it. Right. It took a lot. And what really got in my way was I did not own my power. So I want to take you back to, let's go back to 2018. This I call 2018 the year I woke up. Okay. And I also want to say if anything is resonating in my, um, in my story that I'm sharing with you, please just give me hearts. Let me know. It's almost as if I can feel as if we're in conversation with one another. And I want to know when something's resonating or if you're like me too. So back in 2018, my life was kind of on autopilot. It felt like every day was the same. And there were many, many mornings where I woke up saying, well, I guess this this is just how life is. This is all, this is it. 
So, you know, I had my corporate job. I would go into work every day, nine to five. I would get promotions. You know, I would get my paycheck regularly, commission. And I was really proud of myself. And I really, I actually really liked being in corporate America. I felt really good. I lived in a very fun city in San Diego, great friend group. I had all the things on paper, but something, there was a really big disconnect in me where I was not happy. I had very low energy. I was very unhealthy in my mental thoughts and also within my body. It was my heaviest weight back then. And I literally felt like a zombie some days. Let me know if you've ever felt this way. If you've ever felt like life is just repeating itself. It's kind of the same day, rinse and repeat. There's not a ton of things, right? So with me not feeling like I could be excited about days in my life, I found the need to always be planning something. So I I would always plan for a vacation. Thank you. Okay, I'm seeing this is resonating with some of you. So I would always need to have a vacation to look forward to, or I was constantly shopping online, which there's nothing wrong with that, but it's kind of like the intentionality behind it. I didn't really have that intention. I, you know, was trying to control my weight a lot. So I would work out, you know, five days a week and get a major self beat up if I ate really badly over the weekend or if I didn't make it to my orange theory class. And it was this, this like shame cycle. I was never really happy with myself. I was always worrying something good could happen to me, but I didn't even recognize or process it because my mindset was like, well, this isn't going to last or something's going to go wrong or this shoe's going to drop. I never let myself be happy. So 2018, this is the year where my life shifted. And this is something I, I'm going to tell this story in more depth in another place in time. Pretty much what happened is I woke up one morning and I literally had been out drinking with friends. I had just moved to a new city and I woke up after a night of really just heavy drinking with my friends. I'm 28 at this point. I drank so much that I didn't remember the night before. I'm in a brand new city where I don't know my bearings that I had just moved to in Nashville. And I woke up with the biggest like lump in my chest, brick on my everywhere. I like couldn't breathe and I woke up and I just remember, you know, of course I'm really hungover. Of course I'm feeling really panicky, you know, checking my phone, what happened? Not even remembering how I got home. But I was still, you know, normal and functioning. I still had my corporate job. I still worked out all the time, but I was really escaping a lot through things like drinking with friends, not controlling, sabotaging. And I remember looking in the mirror when I woke up in the morning and I just, I kind of like leaned my hands on the counter and I just like, look at myself like this. I'm like looking at myself in the mirror and I'm just like, Valerie, how much longer are you going to keep doing this? How much longer is this life going to be okay for you? And I don't actually believe that was me. I believe that was a divine spiritual intervention because that wasn't the first time I drank too much. That wasn't the first time I woke up, you know, Sunday morning being like, oh God, I shouldn't have drank that much. But there was, there was that fork in the road, that intervention moment. At that moment, I remember thinking, I got to change something and I got to change something fast. So the default programming was, you know, wake up hungover, go watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills or whatever season, 
you know, order Postmates and just get through the day. Sunday scaries are going to happen at like four or seven o'clock. Then you'll go to work and you'll get a workout in and then you'll be fine. But this time was different. This time was different. I was like, what's going to make me feel better now and feel like a more productive human? Have you ever had that thought before where you're like, what's going to make me more productive? So I go on the podcast app at this point, you know, I had heard of podcasts. Like I knew there was like crime show podcasts, but I feel like podcasts just really weren't big or not a lot of people in my, in my world listen to podcasts like ever. So I open up the podcast app and I'm like, okay, educational, I should learn something right now. So I go and I'm, I'm looking in the podcast. And of course I see, you know, I think it was like straight up with Stassi, like Vanderpump rules, like celebrity gossip podcast. And I'm like, no, I don't need entertainment. I'm open right now. What, what can I learn? What can I integrate? Like I need transformation. It was like this prayer. Then I stumble upon Lewis Howe's School of Greatness podcast. I find an episode title that sounds appealing. I click play and I just hear him and I hear the guest he was interviewing. I don't actually remember who it was. I hear them just talking and sharing and opening up vulnerably about life. And they're speaking from an embodied place. So an embodied place, it means that You've already, you, and it's not, it's about kind of like mastering something, but it's like, you're already living it. You're on the other side of it. So I'm hearing them talk about painful moments in their lives, but I know they're on the other side and I'm like, hold up, wait a minute. People are talking about problems and struggles and how they overcame it. Like, what is this? What is this? So I started getting obsessed My Instagram feed slowly turned into all this inspiration, all this motivation, all this encouragement. Let me know, drop some hearts if this has happened to your Instagram feed where you notice more and more, you're just not as, you you don't find as much joy just looking at your friend's stuff. Like you find yourself wanting to have more inspiration and just see more stuff that inspires you and moves you. Yes, I'm seeing some hearts come through. So that's what ended up happening. And it it happened pretty quickly where I started getting obsessed. Yay, love, love the hearts. So I started getting obsessed. And I believe that, and this is a Tony Robbins quote. So this isn't me. I truly believe that, you know, and, and what is the quote he says? I think he says, you know, life, it's like a single decision that can change your life. Some iteration of that. And that was the moment for me. And then it was just like one thing after another. So maybe you've had that moment. Maybe you've had that like distinct moment that you could remember where you decided you're like, okay, I can keep walking this path or I'm going to walk this path. Or maybe that moment will come for you. And wherever you're at, it's perfect. It's perfect. You're doing it right. You're right on track. Like you are here. You are doing it. What ended up happening from that day, that is the day I started to take my power back. That is the day I started to realize, oh my God, I've lived a really muted, watered down version of myself. My life was, you know, about doing the right thing, you know, graduated in four years from college, got the corporate job, the 401k, you know, all the things you're supposed to do. I had my group of friends. I would also, I was really drawn to alpha females. That's who I would be in like really close friendships with. I liked when someone else would lead. I didn't trust myself. I took forever to make decisions. 
like even at a restaurant, I couldn't even decide what to order. I'd have to like talk it through with the waiter. You know, oh, what do you think? I would always ask people for their opinions. I didn't have my own voice. I was not empowered. I was disempowered. So my belief is that you, it's not about finding your power. Like it's somewhere and we got to find it and go on a hunt and let's like do all these things to go find it. My belief is that you have the power within you and it's about remembering and it's about uncovering and it's about unlearning the things that had you stuff it down or deny it or let someone else tell you where it is. So that's what we're going to be diving into in the next two days is really talking about owning your power and uncovering it. So now is the point in the training where if you have a notebook, if you're able to take notes, you'll probably want to do that because I'm going to give you some keys. I'm going to give you some stuff to think about. Um, So you may want to write it down. And if you're at a place where you're like driving or you don't have a notebook, perfect. Be here, absorb, learn. You can always come back and watch the replay. I'm actually going to have this training and tomorrow I'm going to have it live in the Facebook group. So I'm not going to, you know, be like, oh, you have 48 hours to watch it or it's going to disappear. It's going to be here. So if you are here right now listening, I want you to soak it all in and know you can come back and you can dive in. Hi, Lisa. Great to see you. I'm so happy you can make it. Okay. So you're going to see me. I have my laptop here where I have my notes and it's really important for me. I really want to deliver this content. So you may see me for a second glance over at my notes and it's because I want to make sure I'm not skipping anything. So I promise I'm not checking out. I'm just looking over at my notes. So let me go ahead and pull those up. So let's talk about the ways in which you hold your power back. In this conversation right now, it's not you're doing this and you're doing this wrong. I'm gonna say some things that you may not resonate with you and that's okay. And I'm gonna say some things where you may feel like I'm speaking directly to you and you're like, how did she know that? Is she in my house with me? So just know that what resonates, that's because there's there's a part of you that really wants to unlock it. So I'm going to tell you the six, yeah, or no, seven, the seven most common ways and reasons in which women hold their power back. And I'm going to say it in the context of you. Okay. So not a personal attack. It's for resonance. So here's the first thing. So what the one way, the first way that women hold their power back or deny themselves of their power. Hey, Sarah, great to see you. So happy you could join. So the first way that women hold their power back is they are constantly in an internal conversation in their head with themselves of right, wrong, good, bad, should, shouldn't, right, wrong. Okay, so that's number one. You are in a black and white conversation There's either you do the good thing or you do the bad thing. It's the right thing or, ooh, it's the wrong thing. You either should do this, you shouldn't do that. When you're in a black and white conversation in your mind, it's a win-lose conversation. A woman who is in her power, she knows that she can't get it wrong. She can't mess it up. There is no wrong because she's always gonna win. She's gonna learn. She's going to get feedback, which is just information. The black and white 
the good, bad, should, shouldn't conversation, that comes from fear and that is programming, right? That is the programming growing up. There was good or bad. You were a good girl, you were a bad girl. You know, right, wrong. That's probably your earliest memory in life is like getting reprimanded for something or being told to be quiet. Give me some like hearts or something if, the, if you have memories from when you were a little girl of th- that, you know, right, wrong, good, bad. So that's our programming, okay? And that is cool. I'm seeing this is resonating, yep. So that is our programming. So you've, you've grown up this way, right? And so that over time that has women that has us stuff our power down because we're so scared of getting in trouble or getting reprimanded or doing it wrong. And it's like, did I do it right? Okay. Now I'm good enough. Yeah. Lisa saying this is resonating. Okay. So that's the first thing. Number one, women hold their power back by being in that right, wrong, good, bad conversation. Number two, you may be holding your power back because you have a fear, a deep fear of upsetting others more than yourself. So let me say this another way. You likely, like the idea of upsetting somebody else, like the idea of upsetting your friend or upsetting your mom or your sister-in-law or your aunt or you know your boss, like that scares you more than upsetting yourself. Like letting them down would be way worse than anything you could do to yourself. You are giving your power away when you are worrying about somebody else's feelings and experiences more than your own. Because guess what? You are not in control of other people's reactions. Everything is a reaction because we cannot like control circumstances. Right. There's not a lot that we can control, but what we are in control of is our reaction. And so it's very likely that you will do the best you can and you will upset people. You will be doing the best you can. You're going to be doing the best to keep the peace, you know, make everyone happy and you're going to upset somebody. But that actually has nothing to do with you. That has everything to do with them and their reaction and their experiences and how they choose. So when a woman is giving her power away, she is so friggin' scared of how somebody else is going to react when it's not her responsibility that she now does everything she can to, you know, make sure they're not upset, even if that means abandoning herself. And what I mean by abandoning yourself is putting your needs, putting your desires on the back burner, inconveniencing yourself just so you don't upset another person. So that is a major, major way that you may be giving your power away, you know, dimming your power, holding your power back, however way you want to look at it is you fear upsetting somebody else more than yourself. Like you may say like, oh, I know I'm number one, but when you do things like that and when you act out of the fear of upsetting somebody, you're actually putting yourself at the number two, maybe three, four spot. And you're not, you're not holding that person in the light of they are a human being who is responsible for their reactions, okay? 
And remember, everything I'm saying, this is so you can remember. Like, remember that it didn't always have to be this way. These were just choices we made from experiences we had. And we just get to choose again, right? And work on it. Number three. So another way that you may be holding your power back is that you will follow through for other people, but not yourself. Okay, I'm going to say that again. You will follow through for other people, but not yourself. If you tell someone, yeah, I, let's sign up for the 9 a.m. spin class. I'll meet you there. We'll do it. And you wake up in the morning and you're like, I do not want to go to spin class right now. I do not want to get in the car and drive. I just want to stay in my robe and drink coffee. But no, I told her I would meet her for the class. So of course I'm going to go. Because you don't want to let your friend down, right? You don't want to, you know, upset them or break your word. So that's great. You know, being in integrity, that's really good. Here's the part where you're giving your power away is that you value showing up for others more than yourself. So let's say you by yourself, you're like, I'm going to go to the 9am spin class. And then you wake up in the morning. You're like, I don't want to do it. No one's going to be mad at you for not going right. Like the, you know, soul cycle or whatever, right. They're not going to call you and be like, where were you? You missed the class you signed up for. It's only you that You know, it's like you didn't get your workout in and maybe they charge you $12 or you lost your spot, whatever, right? So when we give our power away, we will bend over backwards to not upset another person or not let them down. But here we are letting ourselves down, but we let ourselves off the hook. And I'm saying we, because I do this too, Right. If I hit the snooze on my alarm, I'm actually, you know, when I said, hey, I'm going to wake up at this time because I'm going to do this thing. You know, if I'm not having a thoughtful conversation with myself, like, hey, I know you said you wanted to wake up at seven. What would that look like? Fifteen more minutes of sleep. Okay, got it. Do you want to do this? Cool. I don't have that conversation with myself. It's just snooze, right? But if I was meeting someone, you know, let's say I had to be up at that time for someone else, how much more likely would I be to show up? So we give our power away when we worry way, way more about letting someone else down, but we don't think about how we let ourselves down. Okay. So number four, you... You're giving your power away. And I also want to say that we have our power within us at all times. And I believe that it leaks. Okay. So it's like, imagine like a big, like bag that's tied. Okay. You know, when you, um, okay. You know, when you go to Petco or a pet store and you buy a goldfish, if you ever have, this is something my family would do. We would buy fish and to get the fish home, They would, you know, get a see-through plastic bag, fill it with water, and the fish would be in there. So that's the visual I want you to have, minus the fish, that big bag of water. That is your power. And what happens when little tiny holes are poked in it, it's going to start leaking. And this is what happens every single day, and we don't realize it. It's very unconscious. We don't walk around saying, like, I just gave my power away. 
oh, I'm, I'm holding my power back right now. We don't, we don't know it. And so that's why this is a very big key to that awareness. So the fourth way that your power may be leaking is that you're making yourself wrong for where you're at. You're making yourself wrong for your current struggles, for where you want to be, your goals that you haven't met, for the mindset challenges you have. Inside of your mind, you're like, what's wrong with me? Why am I still, why am I still stuck? Why am I, why is this happening? Why am I doing this? God, why? She has it figured out. Why am I not? You're giving your power away because you're not leading from love. A woman who's in her power, she can love and accept herself. Woman in her power, she can be like, okay, you're having some challenges with getting up on time. So how, how do we want to move through this? What's going to feel better for you? Do we want to start going to bed earlier? Do we want to start, you know, making it so you don't actually have to be up so early? Like what's going to feel best for you? That's a woman who's in her power. She's meeting herself with love and acceptance. When you're not in your power, here's what it sounds like. God, I just, I can't friggin' do it. I always am going to wake up late. It's just, I'm so irresponsible. I'm so lazy. Leaking your power out, making yourself wrong. So I want you to, for a moment right now, I want you to think of one thing that you are frustrated with about yourself. You don't have to put it in the comments, but maybe it's like you are, you know, frustrated that you don't, you know, have the amount of money you want or the weight that you're at or, you know, what you want to do or some goals you have or what you thought you would be doing by this age. And I want you to notice so think, think of it for a moment and I want you to notice what's swirling in your head and how it feels on your chest because what's going on up here impacts what's going on down here. So the words you're saying up here, oh, you're never going to get ahead. You're never going to figure it out. You should have done this by now. You shouldn't have done this right now. This was bad of you. This was wrong with you. It's impacting how you feel in your body. That's because your power is leaking out every time you have that thought. So, and and tomorrow is really going to be where we're going to dive into action steps for you. I'm not just going to leave you hanging and be like, here's all the things and bye. Tomorrow we're going to talk about some action steps, but I want you to start thinking. And here's a question you can ask. In this realization within myself that... There's something that's not working or there's something that I'm upset with or I want to change. Am I viewing this situation from the lens of love and compassion or is it from fear? And even taking it a level deeper, imagine how you would talk to a friend who was like, I can't keep this weight off. It's like every time I, you know, get to a really great place, I just like, I sabotage and I stop going to the gym and I just let everything go. Like imagine a friend coming to you, someone who you love very much and saying this to you, what are the words you would say to her? And why would you say those words to her and not yourself? Okay, so that's number four. Number five. You value the opinions of other people more than your own. 
you are obsessed with trying to control the way somebody may or may not see you or interpret what you say or, you know, whatever. And I say whatever because it's so subjective, right? You're more concerned with what somebody may be thinking about you than what you think about yourself. Oh my God, she may, I said this in this meeting, she may think I'm this. Oh my gosh, I, you know, I told my friend that I was gonna like go to this thing, but now, you know, I let her know I wasn't feeling well and she's gonna think I'm a flake, right? And so you're constantly leaking your power out because you're so scared of what someone may or not, may, may or may not be thinking of you or their opinions, which by the way, you're probably not gonna know somebody's opinions of you. I'm just going to like, that has been a big lesson I've learned. Every single day I'm sharing content. I'm sharing something personal. I'm sharing something from my heart. And there may be things that I post that, you know, someone doesn't have a good reaction to, right? Like, let's say I get 200 likes on a uh, post that I make. You know, I'm like, oh, cool, 200 people that resonated with. And then, you know, I have over 10,000 people who are in my community and potentially see that message. And I could easily any day be like, well, what about them? Did I piss them off? Was that not good enough? Did I say it wrong? But because I'm in my power, I'm like, no, I know that my intention in sharing this post and sharing this story and sharing this message is for the good of the women in my community. It's for the good of humanity and making the world a better place. So people may or may not be thinking things about you. And I want you to know that this is actually a luxury. You're not gonna know most of the time what someone's opinions are. And what's gonna cause you to suffer is the stories you're making up about what their opinions may or may not be. That is what's causing you to suffer because you're making up these stories that you don't actually have proof of. This is something my clients and I, we do together all the time. My clients will say, yeah, and I just know that my boss thinks I'm this, or, you know, I went on this date and, you know, I just know that he, he, like, he probably thinks that I'm this. And I go, how do you know they think that? And it is so rare that a client will say, well, he literally said to me, I think you're an idiot, (laughs) right? That never happens. And it's because we're making up a story. And most of the time, you're not going to know. You're not going to know how that person feels about you. Maybe their actions will show, right? If they want to, like, let's say it's a friend, obviously, if a friend wants to spend time with you or they reach out to you, they like you, right? Or, you know, any other context, So a woman in her power, she actually knows that it doesn't matter what someone else's opinions might be. She knows she can't control it. She knows she can't like monitor it. And she knows and she trusts that as long as her opinion about herself is solid and sound, she's good. She's like, I know I'm a good person. I know my intentions were good. You know, I know that I wanted to help. So I'm powerful. Okay, so that was number five. You may value the opinions of others more than your own. That is a way we are leaking out power. Number six. Are you ready for this? Number six. 
So a very, very common way that you may be giving your power away is you are saying yes to things that you actually want to say no to. And this might sound basic. You might be like, I've heard that before, but it's oftentimes it's the little simple things that we overlook that actually hold the keys to changing our lives. A woman who's not in her power, she's operating from, you know, I really need to be liked, people pleasing. And so she is at that place where she needs to be a yes girl. Because remember, when you're not in your power, you're scared of upsetting others. And so you'll often abandon yourself, let yourself down. So with that, you're going to say yes to things. Someone invites you to, you know, a party, but you just wanted to stay home, but they need someone to go with. You're going to say yes. There's an opportunity. Someone at work comes to you with. They want you to take on another project. You're like, that doesn't sound good, but you're like, and you say yes. You're so out of touch with what you actually want and desire, and you're so focused on potentially upsetting somebody else that you end up saying yes when you want to say no. This is where resentment comes. This is like the biggest thing with people pleasing, not owning your no, not owning your no. It is a skill. It is a practice to own your no. And here's what I mean by owning your no. When you own your no, you're okay with potentially upsetting somebody. Like when you own your no, you're like, it's going to really piss this person off that I'm saying no to going on that retreat together. And she's going to have to figure something else out. And like, she's going to be upset and she might talk behind my back or she might tell me she's mad. And I'm prepared for that because I get to own my no. Anytime you say yes to something that you actually want to say no to, you are giving your power away. You are operating from a place of have to and obligation. And before you know it, and this may be your reality right now, you're going to look at your calendar and you're going to see all this stuff like on your calendar that you don't even want to be at. But because you said yes, or you RSVP'd or whatever, you're going to have to be there and you're going to feel resentment and you're going to feel dread. And it's because you're saying yes when you want to say no. It's really simple. So I want you to start thinking, you know, what are some areas of your life that you're saying yes when you want to say no? You want to say no. Because guess what? When you're saying no to something that doesn't light you up, that doesn't feel good, you're opening the space for a yes for you. Okay, are you ready for number seven? And just to be clear, there's so many micro, like a million little ways in which our power can leak out. And these are the seven most common things that I see with women. I see with women with big hearts like you who care, who want to be liked, who want to be successful, who want to give. These are the ways. Okay, number seven. Whew. Because this one makes me really sad. You don't have a solid idea of who you are. Like, who are you? What do you stand for? You don't know. You don't know. And I didn't know for a long time. Because I 
was a master chameleon. I was a like a social pretzel, I call it. I was able to shapeshift, fit in with everyone. I needed everyone to like me. And I didn't have depth in my relationships because I wanted to be like popular and liked. And so I'm really good at fitting in with, you know, crowds. If it's smart people, you know, I'm smart. Okay, let me turn that on. Funny people, you know, someone funny. Okay, let me show them. I can be, I can be sarcastic. Like, let me turn it on, right? Someone who is really like, uh, like tapped in and spiritual. I'm like, oh, let me be that way too. And that's how I lived for a very long time. And so I felt you know, here I am 28 years old and I literally had no friggin' clue who I was, what I stood for. Like I didn't know my values and I didn't, I wasn't able to say, I know myself. Like today I have such a deeply like open and trusting relationship with myself. And I literally, I'm like, I trust myself. Showing up on this live, I've said so many things that I didn't have written down. Like I just have bullet points written down just to like, so I can remember. I'm like, was that number three or number five? I deeply trust myself. I know myself. I know my intention and I trust that it's all going to be perfect, but I didn't have that for a long time. So when you don't have a solid foundation, when you don't, when you're not really rooted in who you are, what you can stand on, what you stand for, you're going to have a really hard time trusting yourself and trusting your intuition. And then you're going to need to ask so many people their opinions and survey all your friends. Well, let me see what they think I should do. I remember when I really, you know, was at this place of not trusting myself. I hadn't worked on myself or anything like that. I remember thinking like I couldn't even text a guy back without running it by my best friend. Like I didn't trust myself. I didn't know who I was. I wasn't like, you know what? I'm me. And if he doesn't like it, we're not a fit. Right. And that's something I so easily could see now for other people. But for a very long time, I thought someone else had the answer. Someone else had the key. Someone else knew better than me. So know that you are at a beautiful, beautiful place where you get to start remembering and uncovering and learning and learning. Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I hope you loved today's episode and got some takeaways from the message shared today. If anyone in your life would benefit from hearing this episode, please be generous and share it with them on your story. Tag me on Instagram at the mindful babe. And if you're feeling extra generous, please leave a review on the iTunes store. Your reviews are what keeps this podcast going. And I appreciate you so very much. Have an incredible day, babe.